I was I was just thinking about um, T-shirt um, slogans for us, and and I think really pints and pairings. Uh, we can't drink like we used to is a <laughs> just just plain text right across our T-shirts, and 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 we're good. Yeah, I think you're you're onto something. You can't drink like we used to <laughs> should be on so many people's T-shirts. <laughs> I think at every every t- almost every well let's let's say 98% of the t-shirts at any beer festival that's what it should read like i can't drink like i used to <laughs> we we've seen we have we we are we are beer fest veterans certainly as as, as 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 everyone is but really. sadly i'm also picturing a t-shirt since we're really focused on the pints and pairings aspect right now the beer and the food together in the same vein, a t-shirt with arrows pointing to my stomach that says the tank is full. <laughs> or, or get in my belly. <laughs> Whichever, whatever you're going to do. Tank is full or get in my belly. I mean, No, we haven't talked about in the last few segments, though, how that? you can watch um, this Pints and Pairings fiasco that we've been putting together and the Happy Hour Again platform that Pints and Pairings lives in. And that's by going to Facebook, Happy Hour Again, Instagram, Happy Hour underscore again, and uh, we've got some cool video locations as well. So follow us on YouTube or at the Spotify and the tune in. Yeah. Like so so we've got we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Podcasts, and now just re- just today, Amazon Podcasts. So nice. so Amazon I, ruling the world. I, I guess so. Like we are um, wherever you're at, you can get a hold of us definitely. So um, and and if you're listening to us on any of those platforms. Give us like like give us a good rating. Like I mean, if you don't like us, give us a good rating anyway. We'll take it's a sympathy just, rating. I'm okay with that. Right. You know, sometimes when like when we go to a family event or a family holiday where a lot of food is focused, and you have to eat Aunt Mary's, you know, dessert <laughs> or some weird obscure salad that she put together from her keto diet recipes, you give it a sympathy like you're like yeah, Mary, like it was it was good. Thanks for sharing. And then you would never ever touch that dish again. Right. With a yeah. six foot pool during COVID time. Right. Yeah. Uh, a five star rating doesn't mean that you have to come and listen to us or even subscribe to us. It just means that, that you're going to entice other people to come and listen to us. Yes. So, and so you supported it. somebody trying to do something creative, <laughs> no matter how much they fell on their face doing it. Right. So, so give us a, give, give us a shout out. So, you know, the, the whole, this is uh, such a great way to kind of kick off everything. And we've been, Certainly scattered shot. I don't think either one of us thought that we were going to be capturing uh, or, or tackling the hard-hitting. Uh, uh, <laughs> Curtis, for not being a sports person, you just gave a lot of analogies that related to the start of football season, which well, is only there. Yeah, we go. So, 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 so I think that um, as as let's just take our cues from that um, football pairing beers. I mean, I think it just depends on what city you're in, but um, you know. Uh, every single major outlet certainly has a beer that is other than the big three, the Bud Miller's crowd. Bud right? Miller's. If you want to go old school, check out our Bud Miller's challenge from years ago. Look us up at the Happy Hour again. No, it was on Pints and Pairings platform. The Pints and Pairings Bud Miller's challenge. Um, but you know, you're talking about beer and football pairings. I want to think about stadium food and beer pairings. So let's get away from just specifically football and let's think about foods you eat when you go to a stadium and what beer you put with them. 
not that there are also a lot of choices at those stadiums, but there are some really great food options these days at stadiums and arenas to entice the masses. Yeah. And, you know, the, I think there's, there's a real, um, there's the basic beer pairing that I have for everything is that it's just beer and food. So just enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, but definitely taking a look at what's available in your, whatever venue you're going to. Now, most of us are going to be home during this time. So you could do like what I did this evening uh, on any football and what I was, what my favorite Sunday football dinner was when I was living in South Dakota was um, tater tot nachos. Tater tot nachos. That sounds amazing. A layer of tater tots, then you put beans on top and then cheese and then all the other goodies, right? And so like, but for those people who are rolling through, you know, um, you know, Generally, we would be talking, I mean, the beginning of football, but like we would be in um, full blown um, baseball frenzy right now. And, you know, that's kind of on the outs. Especially it is on around, the outs. It's especially but there around, is something to be said about a, a American light lager and a ballpark Frank, just a good old hot dog on a steam bun with some ketchup and mustard. Those things really go great together. I also have been missing, I don't know why I haven't had one in forever, but my dad posted not too long ago that they are, so Indiana is a little more progressed in terms of their social interactions. Um, I guess their numbers are lower than California, so (laughs) families are getting together in backyards at a proper distance, but also a little more convening than what we're doing. He was cooking bratwurst on the grill. I'm like, oh my God, why haven't I had a bratwurst cooked on a grill it's been probably a couple of years and there's something about a beer boiled brat. that has got a little char from the grill rack and a nice cold American light lager that just puts me in the summer mood. Okay. So I want to go, I want, I want to go to the, the, the hot dog thing because I'm thinking of Dodger dogs. But before I do that, I want to talk about this, uh, this beer boiled brat thing real quick. Are you um, are you purchasing beer brats or are you boiling them in beer and then taking them from there and then throwing them on the grill? I have done both. <clears throat> and what I personally have learned is that if you're going to do beer brats yourself, it actually is best to marinate them in beer overnight. Okay. And then if you're really slick, the people, especially some of my fraternity brothers, you'd have a little like a hotel pan or like a little dish on your grill with beer in it a warm beer bath that the brats are hanging out in and you throw them on the fire just for a little crisping of the skin and a little char where it like starts to split the skin and pop Mm -hmm. so you get that full boiled beer flavor with the wonderful pork sausage and flavoring but then you actually you know tighten up the skin and crisp it a little bit with a little char so they're really second so they're really cooked in the the beer the beer bath yeah you can eat it straight away on a bun you know steam bun and just the beer brought out of the the beer bath if you wanted but i like mine with some fire kiss before i put it on with a little bit of mustard right when that's when when on on uh i haven't done gas grill for probably 10 uh at least 10 years and it's been all charcoal for me, and and I love the flavor of charcoal. And then Most definitely. that that point where the um the skin breaks, 
and the insides are starting to boil out, that's when you know you hit that sweet spot, get them off, yep. and then boom, eat that thing. And I'm not a gas grill kind of person either. I had a gas grill and it works for convenience, but I really grew to love mesquite charcoal as well. Right. There's a flavor that shows up in there. And here on Pints and Pairings, we're all about flavor and great combinations. Right on. So, you know, as you were talking about some of those things, and, and when you're talking about a, a hot dog on a steamed bun, you know, when I was talking about baseball, what I was really alluding to was was Dodger dogs. And um, especially around here is, you know, going to a Dodger game and then getting... So t- talk about the Dodger dog first, though, because we've got people listening all over the country. Well, so, I mean, it, the there's... So, you know, the, it's, I don't even know what the, the pricing is on it, but it's this, it's a, it's a hot dog that's about this long. It's, it's in that eight to 10 inches long range, you know, almost a foot long hot dog. And then, you know, you get that and then you go over to the, the stand, which I have no idea if this is ever going to come back, but you go over to the self-serve, like relish so stand. So when you think about it. <laughs> I know. So you go to the, the self-service relish stand and then you just load it up and then you take it back. But you know, that's the, because those hot dogs are probably 10 or 15 cents a piece. And they're selling them for seven or eight dollars. You know, (laughs) you don't know what's in those. Those are the things like you have to be careful of the uh, the grind and ingredients. But see, I didn't grow up on Dodger dogs. Well, so so here's like, but like in hot dogs in general, like even though they're full of whatever it is, like nitrates, I don't know what it is, but that salty fat, and on a bun with with mustard, there is that is. That's you can just like get some really high-quality, good beef hot dogs, though. Like we, You and I probably grew up on the cheap, unidentifiable right. hot dogs, but really, you can get some good ones these days. I personally, though, Curtis, we're thinking about ballparks, hot dogs, and a good cold beer. I grew up on Chicago dogs. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the northwest corner of Indiana, about an hour and a half from Chicago. White Sox, Cubs, you know, those teams, they had the Chicago dog which has got yellow mustard, chopped white onions, that neon green sweet pickle relish, a dill pickle spear, <laughs> tomato slices or wedges. I prefer the slices. And then the little tiny sport peppers mm-hmm. and the dash of celery salt brings it together. But it's got to be on a poppy seed bun for me as well. Some people put on a plain bun. I like the poppy seed bun. Mm-hmm. I like the little bit of crunch and the little black specks. I love the little black specks, especially when it gets caught right here right in the middle right and i'm talking trying to wash and, it down with yeah, that uh, and i'm that talking to people light. and i'm talking to people for hours and i've got little poppy seeds all over my teeth yeah you know thinking about chicago dogs on one of the brands that we i haven't seen around here as much lately it's kind of lost its thunder i think but goose island and they're 312 um you know again there's something probably because baseball season and the end of basketball season under normal circumstances when all the sports merge it's usually pretty hot. You're talking summertime. Mm-hmm. And so to throw back a cool, easy drinking lager, Pilsner, Wheat um, beer. I'm not a blonde ale kind of person, but the blonde ale fits in that as well. You know, those all are great crushable summertime right. beers. And and 312, I think it's a wheat beer, right? On top I think of it is. Let me look it up real quick. So, like, yeah. So especially right now, I mean, we're, we're kind of ebbing and flowing with, with the heat waves here in Southern California. Uh, but we haven't hit October yet, and October seems to be when, when Ventura County hits their 90 and 100-degree days for whatever reason that that, that happens. And, and those crushable beers are, are what it's all about. 
And you are such a wealth of beer knowledge, Curtis. It is an urban wheat ale. <laughs> You're on top of it. It's an urban wheat ale. I'm, I'm, Not I'm, that, I mean, I've never seen wheat growing in an urban environment. I'm curious what urban is, right? Right. It, it's, it's sort of the, the 805 of the 312s, evidently. And for those of you in the 312s, sport it, like, like, like shout it out, right? 312. I'm from the 605. That's what I grew up in, and now I'm in the 805. So, hey, there you go. Yeah, I grew up in the 219. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ring the same in the ear. No.